2: listening to satellite sisters it is monday evening march 2nd it is a special downton gabby edition of satellite sisters we're going all downton today i'm leon dolan in pasadena california i'm joined by my fellow downton Gabbier, julie dolan coming to you live from brooklyn ny julie fantastic episode two-parter two hours we're going to get right to it in a second here, but uh, first I want to mention and thank people who nominated Satellite Sisters for a podcast award. Julie, I don't know That's if you heard—we actually, I heard we actually I, were nominated for a podcast award again this year. In the general category, thank you so much for listeners who, you know, nominated us and supported us. We didn't want to bug you this year, did we, Joel? We decided no, we are going to bug went, people. We really went
0: low key. We just, we thought, and so, but the people have spoken, Liam. That's the way I feel. And I think it's great news. And thank you to everyone who took the time to vote. Yeah, well, it was a
2: total surprise. So we will put links at the Satellite Sisters Facebook page and at the website Actual voting now for the award starts this week. I think it starts March 3rd. But we'd like to thank you for the nomination. And let's be honest, we're also
0: in the category with cereal. So <laughs> so this is one where really the honor of being nominated is is, is more than enough for us. Isn't it, Leanne? I, it really uh... is. It really is. But let, I'll tell it's you, about Julie, far, It's yeah. about as far as we're going to get. Right. I, okay. But Liz right. is going. As She's going
2: as- She's going to the podcast awards. She confirmed with me today. So, uh, so there will be representation. We're not taking this lightly. We haven't given up yet. But thank you very much. All right. We're going to get straight to Downton Gabby because Julie's busy. I'm busy. But we have to talk about the big two-hour season five finale it was essentially two episodes slapped together in the first episode the family the family went grouse shooting
0: Okay, oh, yeah, we're that- gonna get into that later. Yes. we're going we're going deep on on the grouse
2: hunting. yes yes and okay. then in the second part of the season finale it was christmas at downton and so they just threw those two episodes together christmas 1924 where they had a humongous tree and poor tom Had to just keep saying, I'm so sorry to be leaving. I'm so sorry to be leaving. I'll miss you all. I'm so sorry to be leaving. So uh, that was essentially what happened. But Julie, you have some headlines from the show. What were your big headlines? Really?
0: I mean, first of all, Leanne, this was one for the ages. It is well worth watching over and over again. It is, as you said, two episodes slapped together. And I just want to say, I am here in my tweeds, Leanne. I have my evening clothes laid out. uh, And I have a small cup of restorative broth right next to me. So, but... For me the headline is no one died. Aren't you relieved? <laughs> yes. I had so much I had so much stress, okay? I thought oh my gosh they are going to kill off violet that's what they're going to do this and I, I just every scene like when they when when her lady maid put that shawl around her and asked for restorative broth i was like uh oh it's it that's it she's going to she's just going to like croak in the garden i was really worried about that then lord grantham you know he had some weird stuff right. happening you know he was going off to york uh so we'll get into that but Certainly, the headline is No One Died. So we got out and we got through the finale. Everyone's still alive. That's honestly, I have to say, Julie, when Bates came
2: sneaking back into the house, I thought he was going to take everyone out. I really did. When he put his finger up and did the sh- thing, I was like, oh, he snapped. He's going for it now. So yeah. you're right. Well, Nobody died. Yes. Oh, that's
0: good that news. Was good. Okay. <laughs> Second headline Mary can sing. Oh, okay, yeah. Whatever. I know she's, I know we know that. I mean, but she, she brought it on home uh, with this final episode. I mean, she really. That is one of her endearing qualities because she has many uh, unendearing qualities. I don't even know if that's a word, Leon, but that's good. Another headline: Edith is happy. What's ah, up with that, Leon? That was great, and she has a great head of hair. Yeah, I mean that scene in the bedroom. Okay, she should wear her hair down all the time. Don't I you know. think? Yes, I do. She okay. looks fantastic. Okay. Uh, Final headband. Here's your uh, final headband. Final headline. Get a headband. Mm. That's what I wanted to say. You know? <laughs> And we got nominated for like <laughs> podcast of the year. And I said, <laughs> and I said, and I said, final headband. Final headband. Uh, they don't. They don't say that on serially. They'd edit they that out, Julie. They don't. They're not as okay.
2: natural as us. They don't have the confidence just to speak what they believe. Uh, anyway. Even if it sounds idiotic. Final head final headband. But there were there were, there were there were a lot of headbands. Oh, there were a lot of headbands in this episode.
0: Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. All right, Leon. You yes. need an organizing principle, start somewhere. Where do you? What do you want to start with? What All right. I just want to, want to start with episode? that. I was
2: worried. Like very first scene, we hear that our new favorite grumpy character, Susan, the world's worst mother and mother-in-law, who's <laughs> Susan the Downer, is not going on the hunting trip, and I thought, well, that's too bad because she, she really. Cross a lot of chaos at the wedding and she would be fun to see she could shoot somebody totally you could see that
0: but don't oh, I, worry when i when i I heard that line, Lee, and I was like, "Don't let Susan anywhere near those guns." I mean, come on, she would shoot someone.
2: But don't worry, because they had the grumpiest butlers in the world this week. The grumpy bunnies were the butler up at the Scottish hunting lodge, and then Spratt, who just was totally grumpy and out of sorts the whole time. And even Carson was grumpy that he had to eat dinner with Daisy one night. <laughs> I mean, get over yourself, <laughs> it really Carson. Was-
0: it really was the battle of the uh, butlers' land. Yeah, I mean, uh, sort of Mr. Stowell—that was his name, the one yes. up there in the castle. Oh, yeah, good he recall. Was, yeah, he was. Well, he was. He was. Uh, I thought his name was Mr. Stone, but by by, I listened twice and finally I got it as Stowell. He was. Uh, he was totally grumpy, and he sort of. So he. He egged Tom Thomas on, so I mean, I'm sure that's why they got into that intrigue. And you're right; I mean, everybody was, uh, Spratt wasn't really having it with, with uh, over the over the broth. That was quite a bit, but it was good that there was a lot happening on multi levels, Lynn. I like that when there's things going on downstairs and upstairs. It was a very active uh, finale, don't you think? Yes, and lots right. of things, lots of things. Things
2: happen. Well, first of all, I enjoyed that there was some drinking going on downstairs. I mean, they were into the good wine. They were into the spirits at the Christmas party. Uh, even Lord Grantham was into his cups at one point during the Christmas <laughs> thing. There was just a lot of drinking in that episode, like open drinking. So that was good. And some, and I, I know, Julie, that you are with me um, with those green dining room chairs at the Scottish Hunting Lodge. I think we'd all like some of those, don't you?
0: <laughs> uh, oh, did Leanne, you know? Really, the yes, of course, Lyne. The Emmy goes, I think, to the interiors. I don't know what you call set design. I mean, they, it was really magnificent. Let's start off with the prison. That was some. That was a fantastic looking prison in that opening scene. You it know, was the stone, the dark shadows. Mary looked great. If you have to go to a prison anytime soon, you just really want a coat like Mary's with that high collar that beautiful hat she really looked fantastic um but the castle that was another every single room you know the library the the mini library the dining room the green chairs how about that train i'd like to give a special emmy award to the crystal on the on the train that they took up to up to (laughs) yeah you know when i last took the amtrak yeah I took the
2: Amtrak to Comic-Con this summer. It did not look anything like that. That
0: train was unbelievable. You didn't have crystal like that? (laughs) No. But I also picked up some house cleaning tips, Leon, Did you notice they were only going for this hunting trip, what was it, one week? Yeah. It wasn't a... But what did they do to the main room at Downton Abbey? They put those sheets right on. They put they uh, they drew the shutters. They put down all the pictures. I know you're going on a big trip to DC. Is this the same sort of protocol you have for your um, for your living room, family room that you're just uh, draping everything in sheets and and putting all the pictures down for for dust? Well, there are sheets draped everywhere, but. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not for that. I'm
2: just doing the laundry, basically. But yeah, there was a lot. Yeah, the interiors were spectacular. The clothing was spectacular. And it just all added to sort of the weight of some of the storylines. That was why the restorative broth storyline was so funny. That was almost Shakespearean in its comic value. It reminded me of, you know, what Shakespeare used to do. Just throw in, you know, the funny comic characters to do something completely uh, different than the main set. And uh, really, the broth storyline was one I think that all of the Satellite Sisterhood really enjoyed because we've been talking so much about the restorative power of beef broth lately.
0: <laughs> so. I, I, I hope, Leanne, that we'll start to see sort of copies of that piece of uh, china that she mm-hmm. that she would drink the broth out of. I hope we start to see those in shops around because that would be a nice sort of a specialty item to have, right, don't you think, for your restorative broth? That is absolutely something that our Aunt Nancy
2: would give you as an engagement <laughs> gift. <laughs> Just absolutely. A specialty piece of china exactly like that. Oh, yes. It's the special broth tureen. What do you mean you didn't register for one of those? Uh. Alright, so we had the Battle of the Butlers. We had Susan dropping out, but then Julie, when the princess showed up and she was the meanest, nastiest Russian on the planet, of course I thought of you, because she yes. lived in Russia and that was you encountered many like Princess Karagin didn't you th- while you I were there I thought she
0: was sort of very friendly to me she seemed very really on russian standards from from living there like where nobody smiles nobody everybody like pushes you and shoves you and yells at you in the metro i thought she was delightful <laughs> i really did <laughs> And and Violet certainly sent the prince
2: off almost to his death. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yes. okay, well, sorry, goodbye.
0: I know you hate her and you love me, but bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Have fun in Paris. Okay, now really one of the reasons that this episode in particular is one that you need to watch over and over again is because there are lots of older women in these epi- in this episode that are getting proposals, that are getting propos- propositions that are in control of their love life and 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 I like that. So I I you know, I say keep your lights on. You know, it was nice to see that you know that there was so much romance uh, built into the storylines uh, for older women. I think that's really at the key to the popularity of Downton Abbey. Don't you think? Well, I think they know who's watching it. I I think <laughs> I think they figured out Who is watching
2: it? And they certainly felt like last night, especially the hunting episode, they were serving their audience, you know, and giving these great actresses sort of one more shot also at a romantic role. That was fun to see them play these characters. What did you think about uh, Mrs. Crawley's decision to uh, bid Dickie adieu because his son
0: is just so darn unpleasant and immutable? You know, I never liked Mrs. Crawley better than I did in this episode. You know, I've been been kind of critical of her because she's sometimes, I mean, she's kind of a drag, you know, because she's sort of principled and she has a lot of morals (laughs) and you know, she doesn't, uh, you know, she, uh, she doesn't, you know, she, it's just, she's a drag sometimes, Mm -hmm. but I thought she was magnificent and I, I totally believed you know, the reasons why she decided not to, uh, to make, to, to get married. And I, and I agreed with them and, she, and I loved all her dresses last night. I mean, yes. I, they, they, she looked fabulous. I would like her, the dress that she wore to the Christmas party. So for me, this was like the, uh, the best night of Mrs. Crawley ever. That's what I think.
2: Yes. So. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. All right. Let's go to, uh, let's go to Edith cuz she had a little action, it looked like with the the agents there. Okay.
0: Okay, yeah, let's yeah, let's just talk. Well, first of all, Edith had her hair down. Okay? Yeah. So that I we liked it. I mean, she was there in the bedroom, she looked softer, she looked nicer. And of course, I think they, you know, they found this agent. His name is like Birdie or something like that. And he I don't know. He was very nondescript. He really did not have a personality when he was hunting. He was just sort of Nice and talking. So it seems perfect. I hate to sound like Mary, but it does seem seem perfect for Edith. (laughs) This, like, total drip, right? Yeah. Okay. Yes, I have Two no trips. particular,
2: uh, you know, uh, ambitions. I didn't really want to be anything when I left the Navy or the Army or wherever the service, yeah. whatever this he was trip. doing. Yeah, whatever. I'll do this or I'll do that. And, oh, please don't leave me. Can I sit with you? I have to go find <laughs> my white tie. I don't know what his deal was.
0: but I know. So, So he... He is someone that okay, fine, okay. The, just I hope she can get on with the drip. But I would have to say one of the things I did not believe in last night's episode. And I have three of them mm-hmm. that I will reveal okay. in the course of this oh, podcast. Okay. Lynn, I'm going to add a little dramatic tension. There <laughs> is uh, one is that Lord Grantham just forgiving Edith like that. Did yeah. you believe that? No. I mean, I just. That no. seems a little hard to, for me to swallow. That's so quickly. I mean, I mean, he just found out that Marigold is his granddaughter, and is it is just his heart melts that uh, when he gets another granddaughter? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that did, it
2: seemed a little quick, like, particularly when the next day they were, like, arm in arm and giggling, when, like, never in all five seasons have we ever seen the two of them relate like that, ever, you know? So all of a sudden, she's a fallen woman uh, with a a, a secret baby, and he's going to just be giggling right up to her. And know. he
0: didn't. Li- he didn't like the baby daddy either. Really, did right. he? I mean, he said he was. I mean, he was sort of a Nazi sympathizer, or whatever he was. He went to Ger- Germany there. So, uh, uh, so, uh, so it is surprising that it's that a good I- call. Yeah, that
2: was that was a quick turnaround. Yeah, yeah, okay. that was a quick turnaround. Okay, um, but uh, but marigold you, marigold you, seemed to be less feverish this week. <laughs> yeah, she- Liz Summer is coming up, and you know what that means? It means you're grilling. You're grilling I mean, and chilling sure. there yes. with your
1: with your butcher box. What what do you got going on the grill this summer? Well, you know, here's the thing. Because I'm gonna be up in, in Bend for a part of the summer, yeah. I'm having my box sent there, Leon. That's I mean, great. Go on vacation with your butcher box is what uh what uh, what I'm recommending. Yeah, either way, you're just gonna buy <laughs> meat and fish and stuff when you get there. Why do that? Anyway, I love their steaks. I love their scallops. The scallops are really good. And the chicken thighs, all good. I'm ready. That's right. ButcherBox gives
2: you peace of mind and easy-to-find high-quality meat and seafood you can trust. It's 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork that's raised crate-free, and wild-caught seafood – Sign up today at ButcherBox.com sisters and use code SISTERS to choose your free-for-year offer, plus get $20 off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. Hey, it's Liz and Leanne here, and we want to thank Pros for supporting this episode of Satellite Sisters. Now, you know, Liz, I've been out and about with my new book, The Marriage Sabbatical. <laughs> the book is getting rave reviews. I'm very happy. But you know what else is getting rave reviews?
1: My hair, Liz, my hair from Prose is getting great reviews. Leon, I am not surprised. You have been on that Prose hair regimen for quite a while. I mean, you have good hair anyway, but now you have great hair because you've really paid attention to it. Well, Liz, Prose is made for people, not hair and skin types. Personalization is
2: rooted in everything they do, from their in-depth consultation to their made-to-order model. And you know what? I love the regimen they have me on. I, do I take the hair vitamins every day? sisters. So you get your free consultation, then 50% off at proscom slash sisters. And prose is spelled P-R-O-S-E, prose.com slash sisters. Thanks, prose.
0: Get a little more color in yes. your cheeks. She seemed a little more alert. I was happy to see that. Uh, so whatever she had in the last episode, she's over it. What do you think about the scene in the nursery, Leanne, where they were thinking about Sybil?
2: I started to cry.
0: Yeah. I have to
2: say, I thought that was very touching. Like when Mary started to do that fake prayer, I thought it was very touching and it made me think I miss Sybil. She was an interesting character. I know yeah I really miss her and I thought it was a good moment for Tom again so I mentioned earlier but poor Tom has been dragging himself around for the last four episodes going I'm going to miss you I love you all I'll never forget Downton you've been very nice to me I mean he is I'm going to Boston he is literally those are the lines he just keeps repeating over and over again so I thought it was a very nice moment and a genuine moment and I started to cry because I too Miss Sybil I loved her character and I thought she would have been fun to watch in 19 24. So, yeah. um, yeah. No, so I, I thought that was a very touching scene. That was good. Um, Very touching scene. So, uh, all right. How about, um, well, I have to say the minute Matthew Good walked on screen, I was very excited. Yes. I have been going way back with chasing Liberty. I have been a Matthew Good fan for a long time. He's also on the good wife. He's in the imitation game. He showed, he showed up in that horrible romantic comedy leap Year*, but he was fantastic. And so when he showed up as Mary's foil, as the sexy race car driver, Race car
0: cow. I mean, I mean I like, was I was gobsmacked uh, when they said he was. You know, he had a snappy chariot. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Of course, let's keep in mind that Mary's first husband was killed in <laughs> yes. a car accident. Okay, yes. So that is that is very present in our minds, right. but. You could see her engines get revved when she heard that he was a race car driver.
2: I couldn't believe that that's all we got from him. When he didn't show up at Christmas, I just kept waiting, like, stop singing. Where is Matthew Good? Where is the race car driver at Christmas? What do you mean that's all we get of him until next January? Because clearly he's coming back. They previewed oh, him. Yeah, but yeah. Is- that's that was good. I mean, why Which I knew it was going to be good cuz she was so obsessed with the fact that he got to shoot and
0: and Atticus didn't, which, Okay. <laughs> I mean, okay, let's let's just talk about hunting. Yeah. That again, a a little a lot like steeplechase. It's yeah. not, you know, they have events that we just can't replicate quite as easily, you know. Yeah. Uh, and what you need for hunting, Leon. Let's let's go through some of the in, ingredients. Do you have a gun room in your house no. where you're cleaning Don't, guns maybe? Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you have the wagons, the horse drawn wagons? Those that, were magnificent. You know, that, where those that where you put the dogs yeah. and then you, you have gun handlers, you have the spotters, you have the grouse ro- rustlers, you know, the people that actually go out into the the, the, the brush they and, and, and get the grouse to fly up in the air. Okay, of course you need the tent for the tea and oh, you need an estate where you, <laughs> so you can just blast away, you know, like that. You know, and There's no hiding behind a tree or you're not sitting in some like metal duck blind. I mean, I know that, you know, here in America, a lot of people hunt and stuff like that. But did you notice that was a beautiful stone wall and the yes. little mini the mini hedge that everyone uh, stood behind? And of course, you had your have your tweeds on. And if you're going to hunt, you you haps, have to hunt in a tie. I mean, that was it was magnificent. It man. was. I just loved all of those details because I, I would like to chum
2: with Matthew you would, Good.
0: Let's just say that
2: whatever yes, that's it. That that's is. the new
0: verb, Leon. <laughs> chum. We're just going to, we, we are going to chum with Matthew. Okay. Yeah. So Ooh, I'd like t- to chum with him. Yeah. We're totally onto to that, so he was good, so, so and Mary see- I thought was good. I thought she was off her kilter
2: uh, uneven it was fun to see her like finally she gets to have a moment like now that she's dropped drippy tony she has gets to have a moment of real sexual energy. I thought that was fun it was fun to see yes because Ma- I do uh, like her character, I still like
0: her character more than almost anybody on the show, so right. okay, yeah. and Matthew with the gun was pretty darn good, did yeah, that yeah. oh and, and did you see Mary's Reaction when she saw the sort of the the way he could handle a gun. Yeah, yeah. I oh, did. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, there were some there were some sparks there, Lynn. <laughs> so, all right, uh, let's uh, let's talk about some of the other. Okay, what about Anna and Bates? Oh, okay. for God's
2: sakes, I know. I
0: mean, I. I would...
2: Two seasons ago, when he was in prison, every time there was a scene I would just fast forward through. That's how <laughs> like, like little I cared or wanted to invest myself in this prison thing. So the fact that like he's in she's in prison and he's sitting there, I almost fast forwarded through, but she is such a wonderful actress that even given this like terrible role uh she's managed to make something of it the last two seasons for her she's been kind of a downer uh you know had a rough patch there so um so i you know i i just i couldn't really care that much but the fact that mosley who i believe had his finest least annoying episode ever yes he did did. Mosley saved the day that made me laugh that really made me laugh
0: yeah. So so I, when we get to our predictions for season six, I'll come back to uh to Bates because I still have Bates on my watch list. <laughs> watch. I mean, he's on my terror watch list for season six. Didn't you, know, you think
2: Mosley was gonna find the device when he Oh,
0: I know. When he went into the when cupboard, he... yeah. I was like, No, don't go into the co- <laughs> yeah. cupboard. You're gonna find the book or the that device. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. I, there was a lot of tension in that scene. I think per, bl- I think they did that on purpose, too. Because, you know, the way the light was bar- barely yeah. on. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of a weird scene. Like, why <laughs> are we watching Mosley go through this, you know? So, <laughs> yes, that's what I'm sure everybody was thinking. <laughs> Don't touch the device. And I think it kept him out
2: of poor Daisy's view. So, like, she didn't get trapped in a relationship with him going over great history moments or anything like that. So it uh, set up Mosley and the other housekeeper. And I was very touched, actually, when Lord Grantham said, you've done a very fine thing or you've done an excellent thing. Yes, yes. You know, he was, he was, was good nice. when he makes pronouncements like that. So, okay.
0: All right, well, let's talk about Rose and Atticus. Yes. Okay? There, and, and what went on at the castle. I mean, Rose really... I mean, she did a fine job this episode, she did. she did. She just... First of all, the dresses and the
2: headbands and the accessories and everything about Rose was just spectacular. That flowered dress that she was in, that oh. like chiffon flowered oh. dress. Oh my goodness. Just beautiful. And beautiful. she seems fairly clueless. She and Atticus are like just <laughs> stupid but beautiful. But she yeah. really showed some metal and some backbone and some wiliness this time. So I was glad to see that.
0: Yes, she has she has a strong emotional intelligence Leanne. she has no brains, yeah. but she did she did perceive that situation. Like she she figured out that was the mistress and a child, you know, like in 2 seconds and just seized the day. She really did. She seized the moment. She saved the moment. Out of out of love and respect, uh, certainly for Atticus, but then for Lord Cinderley, uh, Cinderby, or whatever his name, who
2: is. deserves neither
0: love nor respect. I know, and 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 Lady Cinder
2: uh, Cinderby is lovely. I she think- is very nice. Like you, do want to hang with her? You'd like to go grouse hunting with her. She seems fun. Liz and Lee, and here, and we are so grateful to have Osea support Satellite Sisters. Why? Because it's just a great product. Holy cow! Do we? <laughs>
0: Okay. I wanted to ask you, Leon. you're you're like, uh, you're the greatest reader of all of the Satellite Uh-oh. Sisters. Uh, uh, the way she was reading the book in the <laughs> library, do you read like that? Yeah. That sort of draped hilarious.
2: on that settee. Yeah,
0: lying on her tummy on the settee, yeah, the settee
2: there. What, what was that about? I don't know. I think that was just to show, like in case you hadn't figured it out, the butler was proper and she's not proper. So I oh, think that oh, was just to oh, underscore okay. that. You know, okay. because, yes, she said, what did she say? Like, I hate always being one-upped or told what to do or put in my place or something by the butler. She's, yes. yeah. So I think that <laughs> that was an odd, yes, that was an odd way to read a book. In that giant room <laughs> with all those giant wing-back chairs. Why don't you sit in one of those? Might be more comfortable. Uh-uh. So. <laughs> and then we had Lord Grantham with the angina slash ulcer uh,
0: and... You know, I the- was, I mean, I just, I kept thinking as I was watching it, like, are they really going to kill off Lord Grantham? Yeah. Oh yeah. my goodness. Where, what's going to happen to the storylines? Okay. What, what is, uh, Lady Grantham going to do. She'll never get out of bed now. So, so I'm glad it's only an ulcer. I mean, it was sort of lame that it's only an ulcer, right? Isn't it? But whatever. Yeah, but it might not be an ulcer. You know, it might really be more than just an ulcer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good. I mean, he could, yeah, it could, it could, it could take a turn for the worse. It could be a misdiagnosis. Okay. This is Downton Abbey. Yes. Right. And he has had, he had a bad doctor for Sybil as well, as you recall, yeah. Ian. So that's right. So he's not a good judge of the medical profession. So who knows? Who knows what might happen there? All right. And then finally, the big
2: moment between Carson and uh, Mrs. Hughes, which was a very sweet, lovely moment. Even though we've sort of known it was coming all season long. Once he mentioned the house, like you knew that was going to happen. But even her revelation about her sister and that she was broke. I thought we really learned a lot of backstories, some of which I did not care or believe. Like... (laughs) <laughs> like Violet allegedly almost running off with the Prince totally did not believe that story. No, that would, that's in the things. Okay. All right. All, right. All right. And then, right. but you know, Mrs. Backs, but, um, Mrs. Hughes and her sister, that was very believable and very touching. And I thought
0: that was a lovely, lovely moment. It was, it was such a sweet proposal, I mean, when Mr. Carson said, and I love how they refer to each other as Mr. Carson and Mrs. Hughes, <laughs> right. that it really been called, call them by their Christian name. Okay. As uh, it was mentioned earlier in the <laughs> yeah. episode. Yeah. Good one. Uh, that he said, I'm not marrying anyone else. I mean, that uh, was so sweet the yeah. way he, that I, I like that. I and like- then when
2: she said, I've been waiting years for you to ask, I didn't expect that either. So there you go. I thought that was really a good way to end the season and as you pointed out nobody died. So that's,
0: that's good. Hooray, hooray. Now the Christmas party was very nice. Uh that was and it but I did think it was a little odd that you know all the servants have to line up uh, to sing the Christmas Christmas carols, right? But there was a fair they had a lot of Christmas punch and that seemed good and people seemed to be enjoying it. The uh the tree was lovely. The kids looked Fairly lively, you know, yeah. for, for, for the children of Downton Abbey that <laughs> I'm concerned about. Yeah.
2: Well, just in general, there were a lot of people on performing. You know, we had clapping, we had singing, we had lining up. Yeah. It was just, in general, it didn't really look like that fun a party, but it did look like a very proper party. Yeah. So I believe that. I believe so
0: that. So one of the other things that I did not believe about this episode, when Atticus said to Rose, like, he had never seen Christmas before, or he had not, I mean, he grew up in London, right? He went right. to all those posh schools. I must say, you must have learned a Christmas carol along the way. That's a good point. I mean, so I thought <laughs> yeah. that was like that. But him. he's pretty stupid. So it could be <laughs> good <laughs> point. Liam. Pretty clear. Very, very good point. <laughs> he's,
2: he's no Rhodes Scholar. I think we I think we've seen that
0: they're well suited. They really yes. are well suited. They have a lot, you know. They they seem very dear, uh, uh, to, uh, so I I enjoyed that. So there's some lots of things to look forward to uh in season six, Lee. Okay,
2: so the three but things you didn't believe were Lord Grantham. Bates,
0: I, I don't be- believe Lord Gra- uh, Grantham. Okay, forgiving Edith. I didn't believe that Atticus had never seen or heard of Christmas, okay. and I certainly don't believe Bates. Okay, so. Okay. he is still on my list was it with anything else that you had that you didn't feel rang
2: true well the Violet's backstory I didn't believe that for one second that you know she was actually going to run off with him but it made a nice story and it made a nice moment for and she got a good monologue out of it but do I think that given her character that actually happened no I don't (laughs) don't believe that actually happened but you know it was a two hour episode they had to fill so they had a lot of time for backstories like that but in general no so as we look forward
0: to season six, ladies, yes, okay? yeah, I can't believe we have to wait to uh, wait.
2: We have to wait till January? January. I know it does bum you out when you actually see it there. Like you think, oh, that's a long time to see Matthew Good again in that car. <laughs> <What> the heck. <laughs> And then he wasn't even on The Good Wife last night. I immediately watched The Good Wife, and he seems to be off that show too. It was a terrible episode last night of The Good Wife. So.
0: Oh, oh okay. okay. Well, first of all, as I'm leaving B- Bates on my terror watch list, mm-hmm. as I said, but also Baxter. I mean, I know she did a good deed this right. time, but I still don't trust her. What do you think? You like? You don't? You don't feel so? Strong. I personally yeah.
2: would like to see her take Mosley for a ride. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know why we don't like him.
2: Okay. He's okay. like a perfectly nice
0: man. But. Okay. So then you have Rose and Atticus yes. and Tom now going to America. Yes. I smell spin-off, Liam. What do you think? Do you no, think? I
2: don't. I, I don't only because I, I don't think that the actors want to stay on board that long. Oh. So uh, that's more just of a production note. Now, first of all, well, do you think Tom's really going to go to Boston? I mean, uh, I mean, they only said it 9 million times, so I'm <laughs> guessing not. <laughs> so, I don't know. So uh, And Atticus and Rose, though, but they seem to have ingratiated the Cinderbees into the storyline now. So if they move them to New York, like, why on earth would Lord Grantham and Lady Grantham ever see the Cinderbees again? But who knows? Who knows? Don't know. We don't even hey. know when season six is going to start. You know, Maggie Smith has said it's absolutely her last season. And as she pointed out in an interview, she's, she's going to be like 120 or something. Like She's yeah. like, how old am I supposed to be? Because we don't know what year they're going to come back. They could decide to jump the story like 10 years. Oh, see,
0: don't say, this is, I, you know, you and I both go into kind of a media blackout about Downton Abbey. Yes, we do. We don't read other, we don't read other reviews, as as you can tell from this podcast. Right. We just, we just make this up. This is (laughs) our reaction to it. But I happened to see something on Facebook. I I saw Violet's. You know, they had a picture of her. Right. Up there, and I thought, uh oh, they really are going to kill her off. But I okay. hope not. No, we need her. She's really essential to the show. So I don't know, unless they bring her back in time. Maybe they'll go back in time, Leanne. Maybe <laughs> I am back about to the that. future. Which brings me to my third prediction. Oh, oh good. That's right. Which I don't know where you live, but it was interesting where I live, they were out advertising Outlander, the series Outlander, right before Downton Abbey. And it made me laugh. And I thought, aha, they are moving Outlander to PBS. That is my prediction. Okay. (laughs) Okay. All right. (laughs) I mean, you know, there's the audience, the people watching Downton Abbey want to watch Outlander. I don't know if
2: they want it that racy. You know, Outlander's racy. This I is know it
0: is. I know it is chased,
2: but... man. We could use some more racy in this one.
0: Okay, okay. <laughs> more so ch- I think that... more
2: chumming is what I would
0: like to see. More chumming. More chumming in 2016. <laughs> Speaking of chumming, I think they're going to have to find some kind of husband for Edith and Bertie Pe- uh, Peckham. There, that agent. <laughs> He's the guy. So I, I expect that storyline to pick up, but it's going to go nowhere because the two of them. They're like piece, you know. They're like toast, right? The two of them.
2: So oh, she liked that old dry guy before, two or three seasons back. Remember that guy? I know. I the hundred-year-old man. She almost married. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so that's so. Really, our big hope for 2016 is Mary and Henry. Yeah, it's snappy chariot. Yeah, you know that. That's it. Mary is going to take off in the. She's going to take up race car driving. Yeah, perhaps.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I think Mary is going to shed a lot of her, you know, polish. Her, but well, maybe, but not too much. I hope because again, I enjoy that about Mary <laughs> that, that she she's is a, a big snob. fat snob. Yes, right? <laughs> I like that about her. <laughs> I have no problem with that whatsoever. Yeah, I don't believe, you know, Atticus and Rose may go to New York, but I think Tom is going to stay around. I I can't believe he's that easily gone. But who knows? You never know. These actors, they get busy. They have other things. He's been in a bunch of movies now. You never know. That's why Sybil was killed. (laughs) Because the actress wanted to leave. (laughs) Not because the character was done, but I am looking forward to it. I would really just be satisfied with, like, all Mary and Matthew Good. That would be fine with me. And occasionally a few – and Daisy. I would like to see Daisy and maybe the new footman get, you know I, – I,
0: th- I thought there were some sparks yeah. at the Christmas party. Yeah. There were some looks over yeah. that Christmas punch. Yeah. So, yes. So I think that might be a possibility. But they need some younger folk on the show. Right. I mean, they're going to have to, like – makes you know make baby sybil all of a sudden like a <laughs> like a teenager like a real something. soap opera remember when anyway, you i used to watch like one life to live or another world like
2: oh they go away to summer camp at six and come back at 18 It's <laughs> <laughs> gonna happen uh, uh, uh. well it, overall a very satisfying season though wouldn't you say and uh, yeah,
0: i i I, lo- I really felt like uh season five was outstanding and because we have no choice, it will be very satisfying to watch it over and over again <laughs> until 2016.
2: I know. But we have Outlander coming up, so that's exciting. And then, Julie, I think you and I should check out, just check out that new uh, show, The Royals on E! It's going to be a scripted drama with who's that crazy English woman. So-
0: <laughs> Okay, that's a good promo. I'll look into it. <laughs> you know the you one that's <laughs> magic words, Royals, crazy English woman. Yeah. I'm in. You know okay. what's her name?
2: She dated Hugh. What's his name? Oh wow! I really, I should have. Okay, These tw-
0: Twilight shows are really rough on us. Okay. It, is. it is Elizabeth Hurley. Elizabeth Hurley. Oh, Elizabeth Hurley. Okay, yes, yeah. yeah, it's she a, so, is a crazy English woman. Yeah, yeah. it, it yeah. looks.
2: Yeah, it looks like it's just going to be a totally wild take on uh, British royalty, thanks oh.
0: to E. So there you go. We should check that out. I think we need something light for the spring season, Leon, and, and so maybe that's the way to go. You know, we can't always do these very classic dramas, <laughs> no, like *Downton Abbey*. No, we can't. An *Outlander*. We've done a lot of. <laughs> you know, serious stuff here. So we need to take it lighter. Okay. Uh, yes. I, I think that's the way to go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Way to go. Way to go. All
2: right. Thanks everybody for joining us for a full season of Downton Gabby. Uh, Julie has busy work this week. I am off to Washington, D.C., uh, but we will... Try to do a show this weekend. If you want to comment, you can always go to the Satellite Sisters Facebook page. There's our group page. A lot happening. Always Downton Commentary over there. And our official Satellite Sisters Facebook page, too. A lot more postings happening over there. Um, Thanks for listening today. Don't forget to share the sisters. This is all Downton Abbey. So if you have a friend who's who's a Downton Abbey fan and maybe she's not familiar with Satellite Sisters, go ahead and share this link. We would love that. And don't forget, call your satellite sister.